Disclaimer. Explain It Me is a podcast hosted by two adults who drink in the safety of their own home. If you're joining in on the fun while listening, please drink responsibly, don't drink and drive, and know your limits. Stay safe and have fun. As you listen to episodes, you may hear us make mistakes like names of films, actors and actresses, as well as other unrelated facts. Please remember that we are both intoxicated while making the show and are aware of these mishaps. Please do not yell at the podcast while listening. We cannot hear you. I'm two and a half wines in. <laughs> I feel red. Can we get back to the movie, please? Kiss confusion. <laughs> oh, we don't know that yet. <laughs> Dad's disease. Explain it me. Explain. Explain it me. Explain it me. <laughs> it's always good to start out with a sigh. I th- that's my emotion all the time. Um, even when we're doing this. No, this is the only highlight of my life. So <laughs> I have nothing else going for me. It's my quality time with you. That, yes, that is true. Because we're doing it the best we can. That's a fucking theme song to a 90s TV show. I don't know. But I know the theme song. I, I just remember it. But I don't know what it was. You know, one of the hardships of being friends with Stephanie is the fact oh, that she's yeah. never seen a episode of Full House. So constantly I'm explaining, <laughs> I'm explaining the plot I, of Full wait, House. Wait, no, that's not from Full House. Fez? No. That's that 70s show, another TV show I watched religiously growing up. Yeah, that's that 70s show. Uncle something. What? <laughs> doesn't doesn't that show have an uncle? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Ben? Uncle Full Ben? House. No. The Rice? Uncle Joey. <laughs> that He wasn't the uncle, though, because he was just a family friend. But Uncle Jesse was the, the uncle on Full House. There's no one with an F? No. That's Fez from that 70s show that you're talking about. What's, what's that? That's not Taxi. What's that other show? I mean, good job. I didn't think you knew what the fuck Taxi was. Yeah, Wings? Yeah, my dad loved Taxi. Oh, Wings? No. That was a an old TV show. The guy always wore a leather jacket. Oh, Happy Days? Happy Days. The Fonz. Yes. Fonz. There you go. Oh, Fonz. my God. See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, everything you say, I See, know I knew what with you an mean. F. I knew it was with an F. <laughs> I know what the fuck you mean, but then I have to put the pieces together like a detective and try to figure out what the hell you're talking about. So it works. (laughs) There's a lot of like TV shows and movies that I shouldn't know about because I was born after they came out, but because of my sisters, I know what it is. Like you know the TV show, um, Alf. Yeah. Which is about a space alien. That like lands on Earth and then they adopt it. Like a no, he does not look like a tumor. If anything, he looks like the poop emoji, but but furry. (laughs) But um, he looks like a hairy caterpillar. No, the guy who made that show had a huge coke problem. Oh really? In the eighties, and they made a movie about it, and it stars Ben Stiller playing the guy who made the the show Elf. It's called. Is this recent? Permanent. Midnight? No, no, no. This is like 90s. Okay. I was going to say, if it was something like uh, Jewel. No. Jeweled? What, what the is, fuck is, Jewel? is that? The, the where he's like um Jewish uh, jewelry seller. 
gem. Uncut gems? Uncut what the fuck gems. does that have to do with Alf? Was, if it was going to be like a serious take where he's just like snorting coke and like barely alive, but then he writes genius shit when he's fucked up. Alright, well, unfortunately, I am not doing Permanent Midnight today <laughs> for our episode. Was so. it that good? I, I've never seen it. Okay, well, then we don't know. I don't know if it's confusing, if not just sad, but, you know. Uh, I mean, it could be good. <laughs> like, bad good. It also could just be serious good, but... No, I want it to be bad good. It, any movie that I do, or you just want it to be, like, that movie, you want it to be bad good? <laughs> well, that? Highlander was a bad good movie. Oh, like it's so terrible. It's yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, I, I like guess. that eighties. Like they, it, they try to take themselves a little too serious. It's like Showgirls. Uh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Showgirls is in its own category of this is fucking horrible. It's like. Do you remember when she came to our high school? I wasn't there. I know. I skipped. I no, I. No, I got out super early and I didn't want to stay because it was after school or some shit. So you weren't there for either time when she came or when she brought Cameron no, Diaz? No, Who had just broken off with, broken up with one of the lead singers of the of Good Charlotte. I can't remember which one she was dating because they're twins and one I of them just was married rem- to I Nicole Ritchie. I remember but that she was giving out her book and I think... For the he, first yeah, one that she was Yeah, and you gave at. me a copy. Yeah, we won't talk about that book. Um, but <laughs> it's somewhere in my house, <laughs> in oh, my parents' cool. house. Cool. I hope we can find it and read it one day. No, but um, book club. <laughs> <laughs> it's a self-help book for teens. That's fucking hilarious. So when she brought Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz she didn't just want to bro- be there. <laughs> well, no. Listen, Cameron Diaz had just broken up with her boyfriend, and I she kid you emotional. not. I kid you not. I feel like behind the curtains of our auditorium. Someone she was snorting speed, getting ready to come out here and pretend like her life was in check. Woo! She was teenage girls, be ready for me. She was like, ladies, yeah, talking to sixteen year olds. <laughs> ladies, how many of you have dug into that chocolate ice cream? <laughs> she just was losing her shit. Oh my god, I saw so... I was front row! I oh, had to pretend man. like I wasn't fucking I, I like, wish embarrassed. For her, and I don't know. Did this someone woman. record it? Because I would love to watch no, it. No, I don't think anyone did. <laughs> Melanie looked at me and she was like, Okay. <laughs> what? I forget. There was a concert. Um, I forget what it was. If it was like a junior show or some shit that we went to, and I had an Android phone. <laughs> Only time and never again. <laughs> Something started happening where it started glitching, and the 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 startup melody just kept going over and over and over again. And thank God it was those times where you could still take the back plate off and take the physical battery out of the phone, because I someone would have dragged me the fuck out of there, <laughs> taking my shit. Be like, what the fuck are you doing? So anyway, Stephanie, I have a question for you. What's your question, Donna? What would you do? If someone told you how you were going to die, and would you want to know? Oh, that's a good question. Thank you. Uh, I didn't come up with it. My husband did, but... Oh, uh, well, we... props to him. Mm-hmm. Um, would I want to know? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Life's hard enough. Why am I yeah. going to have a ticking like timer on it now, too? <laughs> well... Welcome to Explain It Me! Welcome to Explain It Me! <laughs> The podcast where two women get swam and get, get swifty. Get, get, come on and get swifty in here. Uh, yeah, drink, we get, get, we get drunk. Drink. And then Look one of us plug. 
Donna. Tells a movie to... Devony. Who has never seen the film. I have not. I don't even know what we're doing. You don't. I kept it a surprise. <laughs> you know what, shit. though? This is Stephanie's boyfriend's one of his favorite movies, apparently. Oh, yeah. So I'm doing the 2005 movie, The Jacket, Ooh. starring Adrian Brody and Kira Knightley. Tell me you know who those two people they are. They sound familiar. Oh, God. Adrian Brody famously Is won... it about a straight jacket, or is it about, like, a leather jacket? Um... It's funny that you should ask that. It's a it's a it's a straight jacket that like as I has to stop jumping. So Adrian Brody famously won the Academy Award the year the Word? pianist came out. Okay. Oh Roman, that guy. Yeah, He's in King Kong. Roman oh God. Roman Polanski did the pianist. Our our Polish director yeah. who also is a fat Who ruins the Polish name, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Kira Knightley, um, she has she's a British actress. She was in Atonement with James McAvoy. I haven't seen it. <sighs> she was in I can't even fucking remember. She's not that good of an actress. <laughs> like everybody she was in Love Actually. No, no. No. She yeah? I, yeah, oh. she was in Love Actually, yeah. But that's I don't a, think I've seen it either. It's a rom com and I I guess you have uh, yeah, the no, guy from The Walking Dead, I can't remember his name. The, the main dude? The guy who plays Rick, he's in it. I think his name's Andrew something. I can't I mean, remember. That don't but matter to me. Everybody who does an impression <laughs> of her is always like, "Well, you can't have love, actually," because like <laughs> she talks just with her teeth. Wait, Kira Knight. I know the name. I just can't remember her face. It's not a face that you would forget. What? She's ugly. I mean, I don't know. People say she looks like Natalie Portman, and I guess I see it a little bit, but she's she's all teeth. <laughs> While she's looking that up. For everybody else, Daniel Craig is in this movie. Chris Christopherson is in this movie. Jennifer Jason Lee, Kelly Lynch, Brad Renfro, Stephen McIntosh. Oh, why didn't you say Black Swan? Why the fuck? No, that's Natalie Portman. I said she looks like her. It's Kira Knightley. I know. Kira Knightley is oh, not in Black Swan. Oh, but then why did it come up? It literally came up. <laughs> uh, you should have said uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that movie sucks. Um, she's in them. Yeah, I know she is. That I think that was like her big. Oh, break. you could have said Pride and Prejudice, bitch. I've never <laughs> even seen that. Film. Really? I've never seen that film though. There's a whole array of people in this movie. All right, movie. I said. I'm sorry. I just, this is me thinking about myself way too much right yeah. now. I said really way too enthusiastically just then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I it's it's not a bad movie. It's Which one? Li- Pirates or Pride? No, Pride. Uh, Pride and Prejudice and Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> PPP. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Thank I just you. wanted everyone to know that I'm not I mean, in love with that I've movie. Never, I've never read Jane Austen, so I don't I, I never don't really read care. it. So, director is John Mayberry, who I can't remember what else he directed. Not much else other than, like, some music videos, apparently. that's I think that's what I remember. This movie okay. is an hour and 42 minutes and 55 seconds. Yes, that's, that's right. specific. I hit you with seconds. This movie starts with um, goggles, vision. <laughs> okay, first person. Green. The color. Yeah. Like, you know, like... Not like green lantern. night vision, like goggles. Oh, okay. So it's a soldier wearing like night vision goggles while they're on, like they're. This is about soldiers. Listen, I can't tell you anything that this is about. This is all. This always happens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> By the end of it, you think that things come together in a neat little package, and they uh, don't. No. So, like, we forgot to record the end of Tenant. <laughs> <laughs> I got Asian telemarketers <laughs> at the end. So. <laughs> 
this movie starts with uh, you, the POV is a soldier in in war in gotcha, combat, gotcha. and you can hear his like headphone speaker where they're like, his "Get the target, phone. take the target, take the target out, shoot, shoot, shoot," and it's like people telling this person to what like to you do. know take yeah. white people out, and then like take white people out. No, because there's no white people in Iraq unless they're killing people there. No, <laughs> uh, whatever. So, uh, it then it says Iraq 1991. So, um, I think that means, I think that means we're in Iraq in 1991. No shit. Well, we had the first, we had the Gulf War. Duh. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Don't speak Russian to me. It's Dobja. Anyway. Tak would be yes. Dobja is good. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna add a new segment. Just random word. Just random Polish word. I only know a few. Yeah. We're seeing through the goggles of a soldier. He's being told to take targets out. We then get to the ground floor and in the middle of like you seeing like combat going on it's cutting to george bush because they need to really beat it in there that it's 1991 he's making species species he's making that's a good movie he's making speeches to the nation and then you just see like gunfire and war happening people are still talking what the fuck was it Oh, I, I feel like you're about to quote dodgeball. Even though that's no, no, not no, no. <laughs> if you're not rent now, that's not. <laughs> fool me once. Shame, Shame on, you. on you. Fool me twice. You never fool me again. What is that from? That's a George Bush speech. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> he recently did something. He went to like a... You know he paints? Yeah. He's <laughs> turning into Hitler. Please... <laughs> Dagger Hitler. He went he recently went to like a a commencement or like a, some kind of charity fund. Yeah. And he was like when we're out there killing those Iraqis, he's like, Oh, I mean Russians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the same like, thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So but but this is George Bush Senior. I feel like this is the second time we've talked about the George Bushes and the difference between senior and junior. <laughs> okay. So one was a cheerleader. <laughs> the other one's in a wheelchair. He, one of them is dead now. Senior died. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, yeah. By the way, rest in peace Gallagher, but not because he was an anti-Semite, apparently. He died today. Gallagher? The comedian that used to smash watermelons in the middle of his set. I don't recall. Oh, okay. Anyway. R.I.P., I guess. No, he, he hated <laughs> Jews. No R.I.P. to you, bitch. <laughs> We see Adrian Brody. He's wearing, like, a do-rag. I don't know. Like, he has a white cloth wrapped around his head. Okay. I, I need a... Oh, my God. I'm sorry. You know, I will say that Adrian Brody is, is kind of hot in this movie. I'm not going to lie. Is he like, the guy from Hangover? No, I told you. He's from oh, The no, Pianist. Oh, no, that's American Sniper. He's from The Pianist and King Kong, apparently he's... the only oh, other right. movie Yeah, I forgot that. That's him. He was also in... Peaky Blinders. He played a character for one season on that. Oh, yeah, he wasn't. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He to like, me like his IMDb main photo is fucking banging. Let me see it. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. I know that he's like he's like oh look at my scarf. I feel like <laughs> big noses on men is either something that women like or they don't. I am. It's but he Jewish. Has a, he I has am a attracted long to face, that. Yeah, so it I know. suits his face. Yeah. I'm attracted to men with big noses. I don't. I think it's just because it's in my jeans. Oh, Jaden Spawn is in this movie. I just said Daniel Craig. I said that before. Listen, we haven't even gotten a minute into this. 
can we get into this? I'll, I'll make sure to give you get, an IMDb get. of who is in this film. So anyway, Adrian Brody comes down onto the screen. We see him. He sees a little boy that's, like, shaking because, like, they're shooting around this area where there's civilians, regular okay. civilians. And it, it looks like they're even shooting civilians. Mm. So there's people that are getting down on no the ground. Bueno. This one kid is there. And you hear Adrian Brody say, like, there's a kid. And the other soldiers are like, I don't give a fuck. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not making sure this this kid is fine. So he goes up to the kid. The boy is petrified. He says, how's it going, little man? What do you think little man says? If you guess that the kid pulls out a gun and shoots him in the head, you'd be right. Oh, yeah, that was my third (laughs) guess. That's what he does. He shoots him in the fucking head. Cool. And then we have a voiceover. It's Adrian Brody, and it says, I remember I was I know you just saw me get killed. (laughs) But don't worry, I'm not dead. Hi, my name's Adrian Brody, selling you the my pillow. (laughs) 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 If you got shot in the head like me... You need support on the side of your head. You can use it as a helmet in the future. (laughs) It's not good to do cocaine off of it. Trust me, I know. Anyway. It just gets in the fibers. The fibers are shit. (laughs) The thread count is two. Did you not know that the Michael guy had a coke problem? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and people thought he looked better. They're advocating for him to start doing drugs again. (laughs) Maybe I should do coke. Anyway. He says in a narration now over the film, as people are, like, running to him, he says, I remember I was 27 the first time I died. He's (laughs) He's got nine lives like a pussy. He's brought to the infirmary of the war, and they're checking him out because they think he's dead, and then he starts blinking, and they're like, oh my god, he's alive. So... Oh my god! (laughs) No, there's no... There's no... There's Brooklynites at this infirmary in You never know. (laughs) Okay. They're like so, nurses. you hear them say, like, he probably is going to have amnesia. We're going to discharge him. Let's send him home. Home? <laughs> they just straight up thought he was dead. They're like, he's good to go. <laughs> They're like, put that shit over there. Just put the a corner. fucking bandaid on it. It's fine. <laughs> home is Vermont. And okay. now we're 12 months into the future. So I don't know why it said 12 months. It should have just said a year later. <laughs> He's walking. Or make it 11 months or something, yeah. <laughs> make he's, it count. He's walking down an icy road with a giant knapsack, and he kind of looks, like, homeless, I guess. Because mm. he's walking along, like, a like a desolate highway with Road. icy roads. Okay. He's walking, and he passes by a woman who's sitting on the side of the road, and her car is, like, kajacked. I don't know. Kajacked. <laughs> <laughs> Up on the goddamn road. <laughs> it's like, nothing's up. Like, it's not <laughs> jacked up. It didn't crash. It's kajacked. I wanted to say janky, but like, <laughs> I thought was better. Kajacked. No, because I can't remember, but I, I think. I can't remember. I think she, <laughs> she either crashed, but like didn't hit anything sufficiently where the car wouldn't work. It's just on the side of the road. She it's has, an old fucking jalopy. N- it's like a station wagon. It's like, an old like, piece of shit Like, car. you know in Twilight, the, the truck that Bella gets? Like, what's that local? That's a nice, like, cr- that's a nice truck. <laughs> that's some vintage shit. That, I would not be giving that shit to my teenage daughter. <laughs> that's Twilight <what> I- <laughs> fans, hold on. We're about to ruin the entire movie for you. That's my project car, okay? <laughs> so, anyway. Um... <laughs> It's from the water bottle. She just fucking shot herself in the <laughs> face with a water bottle. This woman is on the side of the road with her hand, her head in her hands. Like, She's God, like, I wish God I would. my life. Yeah. I wish I would have swerved. 
And she has a little girl with her. So Her daughter? Assumingly, and you'd be correct, yes. He walks up to them, and the woman... She just kidnapped a little girl. (laughs) The woman's like, oh, oh. She's She's like upset that she the car's not working, but also drunk. She's drunk. Oh, okay, cool. Their names, fun, fun, are Jane and Jackie. But wait, it's not Jane. It's It's not Jack and Jill. It's Jean, but I wrote it wrong. So for this part of the movie, it's Jane. But just know her real name in the movie is Jean, and her daughter is Jackie. Blue jeans, jacket. Got it. (laughs) What? Okay. So, he tries to help them. He's like, what's wrong with the car? She's like, I don't know. I'm a woman. Meanwhile, the mom is gagging, saying, oh, God. And she starts, I wrote, committing. I meant vomiting. She starts (laughs) vomiting in the snow. He's trying to distract this little girl from her mother's apparent drinking problem. She's like, don't worry. I've seen this many times before. (laughs) Basically, she's the adult in this scenario. She's seven. Um... I assume. So he's My kind mother, of data? <laughs> He's trying to distract her and he's like, What do you think of all this snow? But then you just hear <laughs> like in the background. So it's like it it's doesn't not matter. yellow snow, it's <laughs> snow. <laughs> she points to his dog tags. She's like, What are those? He's like, These are my dog tags so I don't forget who I am. She's like, Can I have them? He's like, Sure. <laughs> so Oh my god. I don't know about I don't know much about military shit, but I do know that dog tags are very sentimental to people, especially well, when someone but passes also away. And even your him. own. He got shot in the head. They're like, he's gonna have amnesia. He's like, take my only identifying factor. <laughs> this turns into fucking momentum. He starts tattooing his... Do you mean memento? But it's close enough. <laughs> no, it's not. We watched momentum. <laughs> what do you mean? No, my wife died. I'm not giving the movie away. Anyway. This is bootleg version. <laughs> Basically. There's a cut in between it. Who touched my spaghetti? Who <laughs> touched my spaghetti? <laughs> it's, the daughter's like, Mom, he fixed the car. Because there was something wrong with the exhaust or the engine or whatever. And yeah, she, what an exhaust she, engine. Same <laughs> shit. Same shit. She stumbles up. Like... And she's, she's like, like, good to go. Get your fucking hands off my daughter. And then drunkenly, like, slips and falls. And concusses herself, I No, hope. she's okay. No. The girl's like, Mom, why are you yelling at him? He fixed the car. And she's like, to her daughter, get in the goddamn car. You drive. Yeah. <laughs> so, he doesn't do anything. He just lets them drive away, cool. even though she is so drunk. It's There's snow. It's like fucking pillows on the road. So, at this point, he starts hitchhiking. I thought he was. A white man sport. And. <laughs> what? Because they can actually win at it and not die. Um, so. Uh. Some dude is driving up and he stops the car and it's Brad Renfro. And I know, Stephanie, you would not know who that is because he wasn't really that famous, but he was in Ghost World, one of my favorite movies. Rest in peace, Brad Renfro. He's dead. Uh, so. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. He's dead, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I didn't say that. So, Adrian Brody, who I don't know his name at this point, I think his, at this point they say that his last name is Stryker. The stranger's driving down the road, Adrian Brody's character is hitchhiking, and dead he's dude like- Dead who's not dead in the movie. Yeah, pulls yeah, up. yeah, 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 he's in a trucker hat and shit, um- He's like, where are you going? He's like, because I'm going to the border of Canada. How fucking far is that? 
from in Vermont? From Vermont. I mean, we New York borders Canada. It doesn't tell me anything, Stephanie. Where's Vermont? Stephanie. Vermont is above us. How how above us? Directly above us or like above like us and to, to the left? Yeah. Alright, whatever. So he says he's going to the border of Canada. Northeast. He's telling him like, <clears throat> ain't it colder than a witch's tit? And I can't remember the rest of the line. Because then he just breaks into Ain't it colder than a witch's tit in, in Niagara Falls? Falls? Yeah, yeah. Then he just breaks into You ever been to jail? I think that's a great icebreaker for two strangers when they get in a car with each other. He said it's a whole lot worse than war. And I don't know why he would say that. Like, it, it's not like Adrian Brody has dog tags anymore. But maybe he guessed that he was a vet or whatever. But whatever. It doesn't well, matter. Well, does he... It, I mean, they have, like, military... They have military, like, duffel bags. So if he had a duffel bag or whatever, He does maybe. have a duffel bag. But uh, the point is, there is no point. And okay. then they get pulled over by a cop. You immediately cut to a courtroom where Adrian Brody is sitting in the interrogation stand, witness box, whatever, and he's mentioning that he helped a woman and her child on the side of the road, Jackie and Jean. And there's a lawyer, as we can assume, who's saying there is nobody that they found who fits those descriptions. They couldn't find the identity of this woman and her daughter. And this is where we find out Adrian Brody's last name is Storks. The cop that pulled him and the person who was driving over was shot and killed. And now Adrian Brody is on trial for murder of that cop. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There... It's like, yo, you obviously didn't fucking look hard enough. <laughs> There's a bunch of witnesses who are military men who are talking about he has Gulf War Syndrome. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, PTSD? Like... The lawyer who's defending him gets up and says, Your Honor, my client already said he died once and he doesn't remember all of it. Because remember, he was shot in the head. So they're trying to, well, I guess not insanity, but... You would be right, because that's what happens. They said, this man is found not guilty by reason of insanity and instead is sent to an institution for the mentally insane. Wow, that escalated They never found, they never found, found, found. They never, they never, they never found. (laughs) They don't find the guy who was driving the car because they say that Adrian Brody's character was making it up, that he killed the cop. And I'm like, what? Dude, dude okay. I've, okay, we're in Vermont, right? I'm assuming it's the middle of fucking winter because there's a shit ton of snow from yeah, what you said. You'd be right. Tire tracks? It's 1991. Okay, it's not like tire tracks were invented in 2012. It's 1991. How much evidence do you really think that they're looking at? They're not trying. They found one guy and they just blamed him. Exactly. So now... And you know what the most more fucked up part? What? This is... This is having to do with the fact that the American (laughs) government does not give a fuck about its veterans. (laughs) You come home... Hold on, oh, excuse me. A welcome, hero? Welcome to the podcast, Joel Osteen, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you come home a hero, and the American government don't give a fuck. You come home, you're just trying to get somewhere. You don't even know where you're going. You're just well, going I somewhere mean, in Vermont, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> some fucking motherfucker pull up next to you trying to be nice, but you find out he a motherfucker. And then he don't oh, shoot Stephanie a cop. has uh, bo- uh, multiple personality <laughs> disorders, and here's her um, Clayton coming he, out, her he personality. He done shoot the goddamn fucking cop. And he drive away, and you're like, Your Honor, we need a translator. I don't understand, Hick. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? 
And then you get not sent to jail. You get sent to Lunabam. Goddamn. <laughs> he fifth grade younger than y'all. <laughs> Shit. Anyway. Back so, to the movie. <laughs> Starks is now in the institution and he's being dragged by a man and a woman into his cell. He can walk. He, please. <laughs> he sits down on like his cot and they throw like literally fucking like punch clothes <laughs> at his face. So he Change. Gets, he gets up. And he takes his prison uniform off, and he changes it into his jammies, <laughs> and, um... <laughs> his loony jammies. He's given pills, and then you just see, like, a fucking time lapse of him being given pills, and pills, and pills, and lucky pills, and pills, <laughs> and pills. So, they, they, then, they, all of a sudden, he's lying in bed, right? Hot ass Adrian Brody. <laughs> and they bum rush into his room they fucking gag him they strap him down into a gurney and they start injecting him with medicine and other shit and they're like get him up that i feel like okay that i feel like that's more reasonable than my other not reasonable fear my what's your fear i'm gonna tell you my unreasonable fear my unreasonable fear is being eaten alive by what i don't know lions my fear is more realistic (laughs) I have a fear of someone injecting heroin into me. Oh, God. I watched a movie when I was a kid, Halloween 8, Jason goes, <laughs> Jason <laughs> takes Manhattan, and there's a scene where the main character is, like, running around New York, because even though it's Jason takes Manhattan, it only goes to Manhattan for 20 minutes, and they get to the island of Manhattan, and um, <laughs> she is, like taken by like these street thugs and they like put her on a couch in an alleyway and they're like oh baby you're gonna love this hit and they like hit they like inject heroin in her or some shit and then ever since seeing that i'm like i don't know if a a lick creature or ghost would chase me in manhattan but i don't want that to happen to me fun times anyway well so yeah getting like forcefully injected by someone by something that would deter you yeah yeah so they start dragging him down these industrial twirly uh, staircase swirl spiral, spiral. <laughs> I twirly got, stairs i almost got there <laughs> um and then they put him on another gurney on his stomach and he's like he's, so he's sandwiched between two gurneys well i mean at some point they do this so many times that i'm like they put him ass up because i don't know how else to say oh, it like no, they're probing him no they're not probing him he keeps like saying i don't belong here and this is when we see Chris Christopherson. Do you know who Chris Christopherson yeah, is? Yeah, he's in that movie, Drive Around. What? What's that movie? Fast and Furious? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Chris Christopherson speaking Japanese. <laughs> yeah, I like him, him and what's his face. He's just going to be like, baby. <laughs> With family. family. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's that movie? It's not, oh god, I, I see it in my head. Come on, help me out. Uh, it's one word. Me. Speed? No. Heat? No. It's a, it's like one of his most well-known um, roles. I only know Chris Christopherson from Blade. <laughs> he's in Blade? Yeah, he's in Blade. <laughs> Hold the phone. <laughs> Hold the phone. He is in Blade. He's in Blade 1 and 2. Are you questioning my knowledge of films? Am I thinking of the wrong person? You probably are. Are you thinking of one of the Jeffs? One of the who? Bo, Jeff, and I don't know. I can't. I'm too 
I'm too far gone. Uh, I guess I'm thinking of someone else. Who are you thinking about? I don't know. The Big Lebowski? Yes. I was Jeff Bridges. That's there. They look. They like look. Yeah. They're not the same person. Nope. Oh God. All right. Where were we? Ass up. You're right. He was ass up. Chris Christopherson comes into the movie now. He not the dude from the Big Lebowski. No, not that guy. The dude from Blade. <laughs> so, <laughs> who is he in Blade? He's Blade's mentor. Oh, he's not Blade. <laughs> no, well, he's not black. <laughs> I was just making sure you knew who I was talking I about. I did. <laughs> Adrian Brody says to Chris Christopherson, "I don't belong here." Chris Christopherson says, "No, yeah, you I, do." I don't think you do either, but neither of us can do anything about that now. <laughs> you fucked. <laughs> a great response. And then they shove him into a morgue cubby where he's getting crazy flashbacks. Tell what? me you know what that is. You know when you ever see a movie where there's in a, they're in a morgue and they put the body in that thing no, and then yeah, they, they shove it? refrigerators, yeah. I called it a cubby. So, <laughs> I didn't, a human cubby. I didn't know what else to fucking call it. What? What? <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, like, what they would put the bodies in in a no, morgue. No, no, okay, but I'm just questioning the fact that they have, like, a morgue set up at a psych ward. Well, I don't think that they're supposed to. This was probably, okay, this is me thinking logically, even though this movie doesn't explain it, this is probably a hospital, or maybe this is where they do put dead bodies when they, uh, unfortunately die. They die. For the they moment. have so many dead people that they need no, a morgue. No, it's only nine of them. It's they're, like they're... one wall of the morgue. They're like, listen, we got a lot of crazy people out here. We need a body fridge. No. It's not a fridge, because I'm telling you that they just put them in here. Right, but like, that's what it is. That's Maybe what it's the supposed fridge to be. function yeah. isn't on, but that's I what don't it is. know. I didn't see them go to an architect. Did you not talk to the director of this film? I didn't, so... <laughs> They you shove ask your mom. <laughs> they shove him in this cubby, and he starts having flashbacks that are so intense but short and loud that his eyes start bleeding at some point, what? and he's freaking the fuck out. He starts crying. He's like, "I want to get out of here." Does he? Is he uh, not lactose? Intolerant? <laughs> yeah, he's lactose intolerant. That's why your eyes bleed when you're <laughs> lactose intolerant and you drink milk. No. What the fuck is it called when you're scared of small spaces? Claustrophobic. There you go. Um, so he, the, the, the orderlies and the doctor go back to his little cubby, and they're like, how long has he been in there? They're like, three hours. They're like, uh, we gave him 50 cc's, and, um, they take him out. Wait, so the drugs that they're giving him are making him hallucinate? Or is he just tripping because There's, he's in a confined space? It's a combination space? of putting him into this cubby. I'm going to keep calling it a cubby. Human you know, that's, cubby, that's, yeah. That's the thing that you give kids when it's they're in a, kindergarten to put their little lunch boxes It's a capsule hotel. In. Yeah. <laughs> it's a combination of putting him in this confined space and then giving him medication that's causing, like, the flash... Well, see, I thought they were flashbacks. Oh. Trigger warning, we're doing time travel again in this film. So, are you fucking serious? I'm not fucking lying. I swear to God, I was like, oh I my didn't. God. You know, we. I thought we were already starting to like get down the list of we don't have many tra time travels. Oh, movie left. I didn't even think this movie was time travel. Anyway, so what the fuck? They pull him out and he's catatonic and he starts crying. And uh, this is where we find out his name is Jack. By the way, his name is Jack S Stark. What's up with the obsession with the J names? 
I don't know. I really don't. Because... I feel like that has something to do Jay with something. are a sign to get the fuck away from this man. Um, <laughs> so, they flip a mass up again. Then we're, we're in Are a, they injecting him in the ass? No, no, no. The the back of his straps, or that's where they are. Oh, so they, gotta so they take flip him. But I swear to God, they like they move him around like a sack of potatoes. Like, he's so stiff, but so thin that it's just like he's throwing like a plank. him around. Yeah. But he's really hot in this movie. I, I don't know what it you is. You have a weird thing for men who look anorexic. Yeah, if you look like you have a coke addiction, you're my type. Yeah. Which is funny, because my husband doesn't look like that at all. Yeah, that, that's the one exception. Coke addicts, Jews, and the British. That's my type, <laughs> right there. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> we cut to uh, this, like, one recreational room in the, the, the institution. Do they have a ping pong table? I mean, I'm sure they do, I didn't notice. <laughs> but he's sitting and watching TV, Jack... Mm-hmm. I'm going to use his name in the movie, okay. follow along, and this is where we meet Daniel Craig. I mean, it's James, easier than Adrian, so. James Bond. Oh, is he another patient? Yes, he is another patient. Oh. Um, he's wearing the worst hairpiece I've ever seen in my fucking life in this movie. Why? He's not bald. He looks like, I don't know, he looks like a greaser. He's wearing, he has like a 1950s, like, fucking hairstyle on, like the Fonz. Like the long kind of? Yeah. And slick like back. Sli- they have gel in the psych ward? In 1991? Sure. <laughs> So one of the essentials. He almost looks like Robert De Niro. If I would have moved the wrong way, I would have been like, "Is Robert De Niro in this movie?" I don't. Okay, I, I don't see it, but cool. His name is Rudy McKen- Giuliani. Yeah, yeah. This is Rudy this Giuliani's is his biopic. Story. Yeah, this is origin story. <laughs> it's funny when I tell. It's funny when I tell you what he's in the psych ward for too. By accident. Um, his name is what? Rudy. No, well, his okay. name is Rudy McKenzie. Okay, that's his name, and he tells. Jack, I'm in here because I tried to kill my wife 30 times. What? What? I think Rudy Giuliani she... married his cousin. Or maybe that's, <laughs> that, maybe that's, um, uh, what the fuck? What the fuck is his name? The war vet who ran against Obama. McCain. That's John McCain. R.I.P. Fuck him. <laughs> so this is where we meet Jennifer Jason Lee's character, who you wouldn't know her, because you just don't. I know you don't. Too many she names. She was in... She was in, have you seen the movie Anna- Annihilation? I think that's what it's called. Yes. With Natalie Portman. Yes. She played the head soldier who was like kind of dark the boss. Hair. Kind of dark hair. I think it's like blonde highlights almost. I know her from um, Single White Female. She's in that? Stephanie, have you seen that movie? No. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's in that. Oh, she's in Hateful Eight. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She's. I've known her for longer, but yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> you buddies? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, she's a doctor at this psych ward. Her name is Dr. Lawrenson. Dr. Bitch? <laughs> no. I also spelled Lawrenson whack. I don't know. I spelled it like is L-A-W-E-A-E-R-A-N-C-E-S-O-N. I can't do letters right okay. now. <laughs> Is she part of the experimentation, or is she, no. like, a good doctor? So, Chris Christopherson is doing this crazy experimentation on Adrian Brody's character. She's just a doctor who's not involved in any of that. What year does this take place in? 90... Which time? Oh, no. <laughs> the time that we're supposed to be in when he's in the psych ward. 1991. Okay. Or 1992. All right, I think so it's that's possible, I guess. Yeah, it's been a year after the war, so it's 1992. 
So she walks up on him and uh, James Jack? Bond. Dan- oh, okay. Rudy McKenzie having a conversation, gotcha. and he's Rudy McKenzie's Rudy, McKenzie is what they call him. He's talking about the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and she says, "Wait, I wanted to say, oh, uh, what the fuck was the wife doing when? <laughs> do you think she's like?" It's the 29th time he tried to kill me. He made a joke about it. Like, you think about it the 20th time, like, blah, 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 blah. She would have left. I don't remember, but it doesn't matter. Um, if you're having problems with domestic <laughs> abuse. Come on, I ain't researching numbers. <laughs> please. We will leave it down below in the description. She Do com- not be afraid to reach out for she help. She comes up on this conversation. She comes to this conversation in the middle of it. And she says, uh, Jack, how are you? And he says, I'm fine. How the fine. fuck do you know my name? He says, I'm fine. He's not fine. Well, I mean, he's sane, so yeah, he is fine. And he's arguing. Just, okay, Donna. <laughs> how you doing today? I'm good. Are you really, though? No. There you go. That's the <laughs> All right. Back to the movie. He's having a conversation with the doctor saying, I'm fine. And she's like, are you really? He's like, well, do you think I'm crazy? And she doesn't really answer him. She's like, legally, I can't say. Compared to to Daniel Craig's character who's talking about the four apocalypse, the four horses of horsemen of the apocalypse, to him just being like, I'm cool. We good, G? (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, you know, that's pushing it. The point is, is that Adrian Brody is obviously not like the rest of these people. That's what the point of that scene is even with him being on medication and all that shit well he's on medication like pills she doesn't know about him being dragged downstairs and like treated like a fucking guinea oh, it's pig a secret. It's secret. yeah okay. yeah so then we keep saying the same ritual keep happening where he's dragged downstairs would you blame the orderlies because they're just trying to get paid at the end of the day mm-hmm. but they're also helping this doctor do illegal shit you said would i blame the orderlies or would you blame the orderlies for just doing their job even though they're doing something that they shouldn't be doing? No, it's really the 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 head doctor who's making these calls. Like they should report, you know, this is getting too ethical for this shit. That's about to time jump. Okay? <laughs> time jump. Are and, you saying that time minute. jumping is an ethical? At some point I said, "Is this about to turn into old boy?" Because I was afraid it was going there. It it does get crazy though. Like there's some shit that I was like I wanted to just make like the, super abusive just, shit. No, just wait, you'll see. Oh, so, God. Okay. so the same ritual shit is happening. He's being brought downstairs, and he struggles against them. Finally, he hits them in the face with this jacket. Like he like sucker punches them with it oh. and tries to get away, and they struggle. Oh, that would hurt. And they hold him down. So this is when they strap him in again, and they're like, "Fuck it, don't give him a time that we're gonna leave him in there. Like, let him suffer. Just fucking put him in there." So they put him in here. This time there's a second doctor. And I didn't learn the name of this second doctor until the end of the movie. It starts with an H. I don't know what it is right now. Hefinnigan. We're going to call him Dr. Huckleberry. Hefinnigan. Dr. Hefinnigan? No, Hefinnigan. Huck- Huckleberry. You fucking Hefinnigan. Dr. Huckleberry Hefinnigan. goes to talk to Chris Chris, the other doctor. And they're talking about, like, how long should we leave him in his cubby? Because... <laughs> You know, we don't want to leave him in there for too long. We don't want him to overcook. And is there going to be a moment where they forget that he's in there? No. No? They come back three days later, they're like, oh, shit. 
Chris Christopherson's like, his medicine is supposed to help with his violent proclivities. Didn't they not give him his medicine? Or they the injections did? that they're giving him, separate from the pills that he gets oh, every day. Oh, I thought day. they also, like, threw him in there. Mm-mm. Okay. They give him, like, injections and shit. And then Chris Christopherson says, You can't break something that's already broken. Because that's how he talks in my head with this gruff voice. You know what? That's so, fucked up, man. Just because the guy has PTSD doesn't he's a broken man. The other doctor, who's British in real life because I know him, goes downstairs and he hears Adrian Brody crying in his cubby. <laughs> he's like, I can't breathe. Mm. Um, Is that what he sounds yeah. like to you? So now, man that's okay. Like, no, no. I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> Let me stick my name in your face. He's not good looking anymore. Don't I, <laughs> I think he lo- he's too old now, but he was good looking in this film. He is a very uh, sentimental, intellectual man. How do you know this? You you watch videos he on was, him? Yeah, he was on GQ recently talking about... Oh, well, not that recently, but talking about his roles, and he was very prolific with the way that he seriously took his roles in each and every movie he's ever been in so i wrote flashback because i thought this was a flashback when did you figure out it wasn't later (laughs) much later much later okay let's pretend it's a flashback folks (laughs) um he's outside a we don't know that yet (laughs) (laughs) he's outside a motel slash diner don't ask don't ask. Okay. And this is where we see Kara Knightley walking out. She looks disgusting. <laughs> she's, she's even more fucked up when she was vomiting on the side of the like road. Dr- no, that was that was the woman that he helped with the car. That was that was Kelly Lynch. That wasn't Kara Knightley. Okay. The mother. I didn't know that. Yeah, the mother. Oh, she. This is it. We're we're in a new Wait. time dimension. This just time jumped. Wait, hold on. What? Yeah, she is, and they fall. Oh, and like, what? and like, that's disgusting, oh, Anna. No, <laughs> you no. made me ruin the whole movie oh, in the middle fuck. of it. So anyway, but pretend you uh, don't know that. Pretend you don't know that. So, flashback. Not the daughter, not the daughter. Okay. Yes, the daughter. He's outside of a gas station across the street from a motel slash diner, and we see Kira Knightley walk out. She's kind of drunk. She's staring at him, and she looks drunk, and he's standing out in the cold it's fucking winter it's snowing he's freezing she starts pulling out of her car and then she backs up and she hits him i wish she this movie would be over she's like it's christmas in hollywood and no cab will be <laughs> it's christmas back, in hollywood. Up in the hood. back up in the hood now so meet me good. under the mistletoe it's fun it's kind of good in Inglewood. Dreidel's spinning in the hood. Don't meet me under the mora. Let's get drunk. Just another story about last Christmas. <laughs> Mrs. Claus says, my space me. I'm done. I don't want to live in this generation anymore. I feel like so many, so few people would understand yeah. the things that we <laughs> quote. Yeah. This is for a niche audience. A very, very If you niche. listen to Hollywood and Dead in high school. Hit us up. This is for you. They're like, oh my god, I haven't heard that in like 15 years. That's what I feel like every time I hear this randomly here. For sure, maybe, for sure not. For sure, eh, for sure, Where'd you put my panties? I threw them out the window, bitch. Shut the fuck up. 
All right, so anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is that a new tattoo? Did, Did that, that piercing fucking, fucking hurt? hurt? No, no, JK, JK, JK. LOL, LOL. We're going to get sued. All right, so she pulls out. She, like, backs up. She's like, what are you doing out here? It's Christmas. No cab is going to come here and pick you up. You have a place to go. I'm Jewish. He's. She's like, do you have a place to go? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know where I am. She's like, all right, I'll ask you that question again. Do you have a place to go? He says, yeah. And then she's like, all right, get in. Would you ever do that? Like, just pick up a random man? Uh, no. All right, she says, where to? He says, I don't know. <laughs> Your place. <laughs> I have no place. While she's slugging from a flask, by the way, she's asking oh. this. DUIs. So, cut to, we're in somebody's living room. Assumingly, it's hers. She called the last shelter, and they said that they don't have a place for somebody it's right cr- now. It's Kermit. Yeah. Crumbs. And um, he's like, thank you for taking me. You know, I'm going to leave. She's like, shut up. You're going <laughs> to die of... Fuck me. You're go- you'll die of cold. That's what it's called. You'll die of cold. She drops... You'll die of ice cubes, my man. <laughs> she goes into the kitchen. She's like, do you want a drink? He says no. She drops a glass, and this causes him to have, like, a freak out. Uh-oh, like, he's, PTSD. like, having a flashback. Yeah. And he starts the flinch. within a flashback? <laughs> a flashback from a flask from a flashback of that <laughs> flask, yeah. She's like, you can sleep on the couch since it's Christmas. Um, I'm going to take a bath. There's nothing for you to steal from here, so don't fucking do it. A criminal couch. Yep. <laughs> He's like, I'm Jack, by the way. She's like, don't tell me your name. I don't want to meet oh. you. Uh, you have. <laughs> it's a little late for that. Uh, feel free to go into the kitchen and fix yourself something to eat. He goes into the kitchen. He opens up her fridge. She's got, like, rotten food. He's like, huh? She, <laughs> she's got a bottle of ketchup. No, even Leftover better. Chinese food. It, even. One already hard-boiled egg. Even better. He opens up her freezer. She has vodka, coffee, and a rock. And ice. An actual rock? An actual rock. He picks it up and he looks at it. He's like, what the fuck? She, she, she put her pet rock in the freezer? We'll get to that. She, um... There, there's... Oh, God, of course there is. She is in the bath, smoking a cigarette and drinking, and she's, like, she's got, like, the drunk shakes, like, 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 you know... Yeah. You need more to suffice. Yeah. She comes out in a bathrobe, and he made a cheeseburger and a a grilled cheese, because he's like, this is all you had in your fridge. With the rock? Yeah, she, he put the rock in the... The He cut the rock in half. He put it in... No, you know what? He ground the rock. He made took it a into piece sand. of the rock off and he said, whoever finds a chunk of rock, good luck. It's, <laughs> it's good luck. It is good luck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining the rock. The actual It's a flat rock. rock. No, I get that. Oh, I'm the saying, rock? The yes. rock. He pulls out the rock out From of the freezer. freezer. Why do you have Dwayne Johnson in your freezer? That's a big freezer. (laughs) But I digress. Anyway, (laughs) she wants him to drink with her because she's got the shimmy shakes. And he mentions the rock in her fridge. And he's like, I found the rock in your freezer that said pedal. She starts getting angry. She's like, that's snooping. What are you doing looking around my shit? Bitch, it's not like I went under your mattress. She also invited him to go into her kitchen and find food. So, you know, whatever. She says, I hate Christmas, and I need to mention the fact that this movie cuts twice to, like, the outside view of her shack house 
that they're in is for no like fucking reason. Mobile? It's not a mobile home, but for no fucking reason do they do this. Does she have Christmas lights or no Christmas lights? No, no Christmas lights. So she's not lights. festive. She okay, says there she hates Christmas. That's, that's why. It cuts to trains on train tracks, and then it cuts back into her house. Oh, well, that's a little foreshadowing for our next movie. She, God. Is choo, it about choo, trains? Choo. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> she falls asleep on his on his bed for the night because she said he could crash on the couch, and I'm like, that's fucked up. Um, Wait, so she fell asleep on the she couch? She fell asleep on the couch, and he starts walking around the ha- her apartment, her house. I don't know what it is. Anyway. Um, her cot. Looks like a one floor. No, it has two floors, but it looks like a little shack or whatever. So Man, she got money. She really doesn't. That's, so, that's prime real estate in New it's York. Ni- it's two-floor apartment. It's actually not 1992 anymore. Even anyway. if it's a piece-of-shit apartment. Yeah, I'm assuming it's like 2000-something at this point. Right? Yes. Guess what year? It's not my favorite year. No. <laughs> it's not 2001. Five. Seven. Close enough. He starts looking around her shit, like looks at a wall with like photos of like, you know, her and her mom on the wall. And he starts looking at it, and he's like, wait a second. I recognize you. Well, then he finds his dog tags. Oh, That she shit. has hanging on the wall. As if I didn't predict this already. Yeah, there were, there's photos of her with her mom. He recognizes her and her mom. Oh, fuck. She, he wakes, oh, this is, oh, this is awkward. He no. wakes her up. He's like, Jackie, wake up. She's like, how do you know my name? Because she didn't tell him his name. And he's her like, name. her name. He's like, who is this woman in the photo? He's like, where is she? She's like, my mom. She's dead. Dun, dun, dun! He's like, where, how did she die? And she's like, DUI. Well, she passed out with driving. a cigarette and burned a long time ago. Oh, okay. Not the expected death I was expecting. Jack says, what's today's date? What year is it? She's like, December 24th, 2007. And he's like, what? 2000? What happened to Y2K? Why are we still alive? Jackie's like, who the hell are you? And that's when he says, I'm Jack Starks. I'm the guy that helped you and your mom years ago from that car as a side road. She's like, why are you snooping? She really likes the word snooping. Snoopy, Snoopy, no snooping. What's the door of the Explorer quote? Swiper, no swiping. That's why I said that. That, I couldn't remember it. I I knew you were... (sighs) I knew that's what you were referring to! (laughs) Wait. How the fuck would he even know that? Like, okay, one thing. He saw thing. the photos. He recognized them. No, 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 I, right. But I'm saying, like, yes, he could have seen the name on the dog tags, but how the fuck would he know that they broke down one time on the side of the road? And because some stranger... he helped them. No, I know, but I'm, I'm like, to her point. Oh, why she doesn't believe yeah. this? I'm going to tell you why she doesn't believe this. Okay. He says, There's a I photo rem- of her vomiting. He says, I remember you. I helped you and your mom on the side of the road when she was sauced. Don't you remember this? <laughs> he <laughs> said, no. She said, no, that's impossible. He says, I'm Jack Starks. She's like, Jack Starks is dead. Foreshadowing? His, his body was found on New Year's Day in 1993 at Alpine Grove, which is the name of the institution he was at. What do you mean found? What do you mean found? You're making it seem like he was just, like, outside. and We haven't gotten to what happened yet, but this is what she tells him. There's no way that you're this man because he was found dead. Oh, that's sad. She remembered him from her childhood and he she looked him up? Yeah, because he was nice enough and she kept those dog tags. So he's like, you don't remember me? And she doesn't believe what he's saying. So she's like, please get out. Please get the fuck out of my house. By the way, she's whispering this all the time. She's like, get out. 
get out. She's crying, whispering. Yeah, so annoying. And he's like, (laughs) no. And she's like, get out. He's like, don't you play the piano. Don't you? It's so fucking annoying. It goes on for like two minutes. So he goes outside and he lays on some wood and then wakes up in the girding. In the cubby. In his hidey hole. In his hotel capsule. Yeah, his hotel capsule. And this keeps happening. And Chris Christopherson and the other doctor come back and they pull him out and they're like, is he dead? And they're like, no, he's not dead. This relates a lot to my movie. I just want you to... Don't tell me that. Don't ruin it for me. This relates nothing to my movie. We find out that Chris Christopherson... Chris Chris. His name... And this movie is Dr. Becker. It's not Mark and Mark. It's Chris and Chris. And he says to Dr. Huckleberry, you should have taken him out. I shouldn't have to spell everything out for you, like when you should be taking the patients out of this illegal cubby that we have put them in. It's not like no one's going to believe him. But Anybody, remember, not no one. I don't know if I said Double this. negative. Did I say this? The other doctor was like, how long should we keep him in there? before yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like fuck it. so he's like pinning on this other doctor and it's like that's fucked up because the other doctor was actually concerned about his well-being and now dr becker now Chris, he's pretending Chrissy chris is like you son of a bitch <laughs> like you stupid you didn't read between the lines of what i did not did say so the next day um adrian brody jack adrian brody's character is like under even though he's sitting up in the shared room like he's not at all cognizant okay he they've drugged him that much yeah and dr lawrenson jennifer jason lee she sees him like this and she's like what the fuck so she goes to chrissy chris and she's like what What are you what are you doing with him why is he like this oh she gets and dr becker chris christopherson you're doing what I am, and you know, I know, I know, I know, because I'm and like, I accept it. I, want... I allow it because I understand. <laughs> I did, and you I, don't. That's why I'm doing it oh, for fuck, your. I almost spilled my drink. For your benefit, I'll go back okay, to yeah, my. Okay, she's like the dumb bitch. Who I'll would... go back to my right way of doing things, Doctor no, Beckerson. It's fun. No, Doctor, it's confusing. It's not. I, I can't it. read right, and you think that I can do this? I don't read. Doctor Becker Beckerson is like. You shouldn't be concerned with him. He's fine. I'm giving him the regular regime that we we talked about. He gooch. He then says to her, he's not going to end up like Ted Casey. Apparently. No. I don't know who Ted Casey is, but it was a patient she had, and she failed him, and he died. (gasps) Also, it's Christmas. (laughs) That's so mean. He's rubbing shit where she fucked up in her face. It's Christmas. Um. In Kremlin. <laughs> so, um, I wrote this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Lawrenson goes to somebody's home when her shift is over, and I thought it was her son. It's not her son. It's her friend's son who's non-communicative. Communicative. Hold on. I wrote that. Yeah. Com- non-communicative. Um, she's like giving him flashcards, trying to get him to communicate. This kid, whatever's wrong with him, he can't talk. Okay? Okay. Got it. Okay. Back at the loony bin. <laughs> Jack is too is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, it is. If I was a professional, hypothetically, <laughs> I couldn't say that. Well, I'm... Uh, my SARS. Dr. P in the loony bee. <laughs> like, I couldn't walk up in there, like, every day. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, they would probably lock you up, so. You're like, oh no, <laughs> we failed. All right, she's back at her job, and, and Jack is so fucked up. And Chrissy Chris is saying that the drugs that they give him are keeping him clam. <laughs> what? That's a typo. <laughs> I meant to write calm. <laughs> I wrote clam. The drugs that they give him Making are... him clam. <laughs> Under the sea. Um, the they're, the they're trying to keep him calm because they think that he's a violent because of the crime that he was sent there for. That he did not commit. That he didn't do. But so, he hasn't even had any, like, violent outbreaks or outbursts, right? No, but that's the point. Like, he doesn't belong there, but they don't care. Also, Chrissy Chris just wants to... Dr. Becker just wants to do, <laughs> you know, an experiment on him for whatever reason. So, the next day... Who hurt him? That's a different movie. <laughs> At this point, Jack's been asleep for a whole day. It's December 26, 1992. At the same time that he wakes up, you hear the conversation he had with Jackie from 2007 over his thoughts. Okay, because he's just confusion. Yeah. Tis confusion. <laughs> um, Dr. Becker walks up to him and he's like, how are you doing today, Jack? And Jack's like, I'm fucked up. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, you've been asleep for a whole day. And he's like, what? So, I don't remember. It's not anymore. I don't remember how this happened, but Dr. Becker starts telling him about the patient that Dr. Lawrenson had that, that died, that she failed, named Ted Casey. I think Jack asked him, like, who's Ted Casey? And he says how Ted... Does he, he heard from another patient the name, or how does he know the name? I, I think maybe he was, like, not asleep, but, like, the drugged enough that he heard it. So Dr. Beckerson says, this is the crazy part... <laughs> this ted casey sodomized a seven-year-old girl and then would climb into the tree of the woods where he killed her and howled like a wolf what and although they thought they could treat him there first was... of all i have problems with the statement wolves don't crime crime <laughs> wolves don't crime wolves don't climb trees because wolves don't crime <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I mean, like, do you really feel bad for him dying? No, but that's not the point. Like, <laughs> Of course it's not. So he was like, we tried to treat him, but then one day a little girl came in to visit a relative who was a patient here, and he wouldn't stop staring at this little girl. Um, at that sweet, sweet candy. And, um... They have children there, too? Wouldn't that be a separate facility? Somebody came to visit their oh, relative. Okay, got yeah. you, got you, got you. Um, and the doctor asked Ted Casey, he's like, he watched Ted Casey look at this little girl in such a fucking disgustive and provocative way, disgusting and provocative, disgustive <laughs> and provocative way that he was like, hey, do you remember what your victim was wearing the night that you killed her? And he said, oh, yes, I remember it well. But for some reason, Jack hears this. Like, it's playing in Jack's head, this dialogue. I don't know. And, um... What? Wait. Is he... He's having this conversation... time jumping into the future, he's time jumping into the past, too? Maybe. <laughs> okay, you watched it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so... And then, the, and then the doctor's like, those were his last words. Yes, his last I remember. Words are, oh, yes, I remember it well. Yes. Chrissy Chris is wearing a Band-Aid on his face. 
He's rocking a Nelly. You remember Nelly? <laughs> <laughs> Nelly wore that because his brother was in prison. That's why? Yeah. So. <laughs> that's not that's Nelly. Not that's not. That's I Cisco. I know. Boo. Nelly created a song where uh, my favorite intro to a song has ever happened for Shake Your Tail Feather. He goes, what up, girl? Who your name is? <laughs> All right, so anyway, uh, he's rocking a Nelly. So Jack says, what, hap- what, what happened to your face? And he says, I wasn't careful and walks away. I love those vague, mysterious answers. So Masaris. Jack escapes. He starts eating snow and rubbing, oh, it, and rubbing it on his face. And then he, I wrote, he rubs into the woods. He runs into the rubs. woods. He rubs into he the woods. He runs into the woods and... Do- <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the vipers. Um, he, ru- <laughs> he runs into the woods. No, it's whoops. Whoops. Oh, fuck. Oh, God, I got something in my eye. Dr. Lauren sees him. She's like, fuck it. And starts chasing him. Oh, she cares And then they start chasing each other while having a conversation. She wants to know what happened to him and how his treatments are going. And he's like, they're going fine. He's lying. (laughs) She wants to stop... She wants to stop what whatever is happening to him because she doesn't think it's right. But she's like, you need to tell me the truth. You need to be honest. And he's like, I like the treatments. They're making me feel like I'm a different person. They make me feel alive. By the way, I haven't mentioned this until this point, so it doesn't count. But I am mentioning it now. <laughs> okay. Everybody keeps offering him cigarettes. They're like, do you want a cigarette? Here's some smokes. You want to smoke? He doesn't smoke. So I'm like, I don't know why they keep offering him cigarettes. Well, I mean, isn't it like um, if if you're addicted to something, you just find another addiction to latch on to? But that's not even the... I thought there was a deeper meaning behind this. There's not. Like, I don't know why. You'll see later on, but I'm just like, what the fuck? So he's not being honest with her. She's like, I do want to help you, but, you know, I can only help you as much as you help me. Then they go back together. <laughs> To the encyclopedia. Does he get penalized? To the institution. Into the encyclopedia. So now he's sitting at a table with Mackenzie, and they're talking, and he says to Mackenzie, what are you... 007. Um, <laughs> Donna can't read. No. <laughs> he ba- Okay. He's sitting down with Mackenzie, and he's like, what happens when you go down in the basement? And Rudy's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he says, you absolutely do know what I'm talking about. Stop playing fucking games with me. What happens when they put you in the jacket? So, apparently... what? How'd he find out? Apparently, because he's just guessing, I think, at this point. He's guessing that everybody who's in this institution has gone through this shit that he's gone through. And 007 has also gone through it? Well, I mean, at first, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he's like, I know you know what I'm talking about. What the fuck happens when they put oh, you wait, in the Adrian jacket? Oh, is asking him? Yeah. Oh. So, he's trying to get information out of Mackenzie because he's like, have you been through this? And he's like, yeah, I have been. Um, I can't remember what happened because I didn't write it. But <laughs> okay. he, he basically... Like, this part's not important. He basically tells him, like... They're not going to keep doing it anymore because Dr. Lawrence is now getting, like, 
She's finding feelings. Out. She knows that they're Something's doing this up. shit to him. And Mackenzie said, that's what happened with me. They were doing this experiment on me. And then when Dr. Lawrence got wind of it, she was able to shut it down so they don't take me down there anymore. Well, if you I mean, want this shit. not well enough if it's still happening to other patients. He's like, if you want this shit to keep happening, you know, you got to make sure that Dr. Lawrence doesn't know what's going on. Because otherwise she's going to put a stop to it. Oh, you like it? <laughs> don't tell I nobody. Like <laughs> I like it. So, um. You don't. Jack knows he's going to die in four days because, because, oh, because Jackie told him he died. Yeah, New Year's Day, 1990. Oh my God. He died January 1st, 1993. Oh, I was born Hap- January 1993. Happy New Year, you're dead. <laughs> Some bitch orderly comes up to them and she's like, what are you two yapping about? No, and, right. and Rudy's like, our ability to go into the future. He's he's Foghorn Leghorn. So wait, but he also did. No, he didn't time travel. Okay, but he has been strapped down and in, injected with medicine and put into those cubby holes. But then, how does he know about the future shit? He doesn't. Jack didn't relay that to him. He's just then like, he saying what it? happens? Just saying that. Because no, he knows. He knows that. <laughs> They're taking patients and doing this experiment on them where they inject them with medicine and put them in the cubby. Okay. And, like, seeing what the reaction is is what they're studying. But then how would he know that they're time traveling? He, Rudy doesn't. Rudy just says, oh, maybe Jack did mention it. I don't know. Okay. But he was like, see, you say shit that's really happening and you sound crazy and then they walk away. I say, I say, I say. I say, I did, I say, I did, I say. I say, I'm Leghorn from the Looney Tunes. Uh... So, again, they used to put other people into this thing where they medicated them and put right, them in so their cubbies. so this has been going on for a while. Yeah. But Dr. L started getting suspicious, so she shut it down, and now they started to do it with Jack. And then the next scene is a group scene! You know, the, the fucking typical yeah, loony group. institutionalized yep. people you caught yourself. in group. Yeah. Um, Mackenzie is talking about... Group therapy. Mackenzie's talking about organizing the organizations. And everyone's like, Mackenzie, you're crazy. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Chrissy Chris and Jack are eye-fucking each other this whole time that they're having group. Jack says, whatever Mackenzie's talking about, it's true. That shit happens. I know because I was in the Gulf War and we had to organize organizations all the time. So Mackenzie's like, oh yeah, he knows what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. This shit is real. So then they start hyping up all the other crazies. And they're like, get the fuck up. And everyone's jumping up on tables. Wait, I'm so confused. What did 007 do that he knows about? He said that he was infiltrated by a government agency to help them with a super secret op project. Last time on Murder, She Wrote. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) last time on this podcast, we were at the part where Jack was hyping up the crazies. Mm -hmm. Making them go crazy because then he would obviously be detained. So he was doing it on purpose so yes. he can go into future. Yeah, he wanted to make sure that he went back downstairs in the basement. It's some okay. I don't know if this is true, or if this is what happened, or if I saw something different. Maybe, maybe it's Maybelline. Um, <laughs> somebody's in a cage. I assume it's Jack. Is it worth? And it? the female orderly <laughs> scrapes her baton across the cages, how they do in prison sometimes. Okay. Uh, uh, boom, he's in his cubby. Uh, 
just cutscene cubby. Okay, so he tried to start a riot. He did start a riot. He successfully oh, he, started oh, a riot. He did. I I'm in a riot. I'm in yeah. a riot. I love that song. It's so stupid. I love it. Um, cut we to divulged into the. I love that song. It's so stupid. Cut to the scene he where is he the is the hitchhiker, <laughs> and he's with the driver. And the oh, we co- finally find out. Yes, the cops oh. being killed. So the guy who's driving gets out of the car and shoots the cop, and the cop shoots back, and instead of hitting the driver, it hits Jack. So he got shot twice? Yeah, he got shot twice. He's he's like, you know, my only goal in life but, is to oh beat my, 50 you Cent. Know what? And this, this is the... Oh my god, this is so stupid. Okay, if you've ever watched any kind of crime documentary, you always hear about the fact that they test for... Ballistics? Uh, yeah, that no, or that, like that gun, they, gun residue yeah, on the that, hand. Yeah, exactly. That, but again, Stephanie's nineteen ninety two. I don't okay, know. Okay, you they want were me to Google that. when they started fucking testing that? shit? I can tell you that they had been at that, that point because Kurt Cobain was checked and his hands had no gun residue on it when he shot himself. Apparently, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. But like, I, uh, yeah. But again, they only found one person. So okay, Jack passes out from being shot where'd he get shot this time not in, in the, the abdomen i think okay. and or grazed at least but he's he's bleeding out and he's in the snow the guy who shot the cop actually brad renfro's character he wipes the gun clean of his own fingerprints leaves the car leaves leaves the car and jack and the cop at the scene of the crime is with the, the gun registered to this guy's name i don't know you know what's playing on the rab- radio radio Radio? No, it's playing on the radio? You know? Don't drop that dun dun. That didn't didn't come out yet. The song that's playing is Y'all Unbelievable. Jack is back in his cubby. And he starts having childhood memories. And he starts singing whatever song his mom used to sing to him as a kid. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> okay. He goes back to the diner where Jackie works. It works! Yay! And she's staring at him like they're both fucking crazy. She's like, what, what, Aren't what? They? Um, so he knows that he was shot in the head. Um, I don't know about the second the time being shot. <laughs> Becker claimed he's creating a womb-like environment for his patients. Jackie read up that the facility that he that Jack died at, you know, they were doing this crazy shit to him. Oh, the public found out then. And he needs to go find out how he died. She's like, the facility still exists, so we can go. So uh, road trip. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that. Um, that reminds me of that child therapist. I don't remember when this happened. I think it was in the 90s where they, like, recreated uh people being born like they put them in a blanket or something like that and they would hold them as if they were in the womb and there was a girl who ended up dying because they suffocated her i've never heard of this really yeah fun fact so not fun they pretend they're brother and sister and then they're the nephews of jack to go to this facility oh god dr lawrenson is still working at the hospital they find that out but Dr. Hopkins, the other doctor who I didn't know his name that started with an H, he is dead. It. And that nobody has a record of Dr. Becker. 
the one who's running oh, the experiments. he disappeared or some shit? Well, they Uh-oh. have no record of him. He ran away? So Dr. Lawrence agrees to meet with them, and she doesn't recognize Jack, but she says, you look exactly like your uncle. Because <laughs> they believe this shit. So... They meet with Dr. L. She doesn't recognize him, but she says you're a splitting you look, image of your yeah, uncle. Spitting. I said that? You said splitting. Don't matter. Um, <laughs> she looks very different. She's all polished now instead of like all raggedy, frizzled hair, like worn she got down. Some, she got some plastic surgery. No, she just has more money, I think, because she worked harder at what mm. she did. So they mentioned so that's to her. That's a life lesson for you got to work hard, not suck dick. They mentioned to her the boy that she was treating, Bobiek Lasky. They mentioned that earlier. I don't remember when, but they, uh, when, when Jackie. Who's Bobby? Hold on. When okay. Jackie said to Jack that mm-hmm. Dr. Lawrence was treating a patient that she helped learn how to speak again after not speaking for some time, this they is the said. the first time you're mentioning this. I know. I fucked up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the kid's name is Bobby Eklosky. So then they mentioned to her, what about your patient, Bobby Eklosky? Jack helped you get through to that patient when you didn't know what was wrong with him. Oh. And she's like, how? Yeah, yeah, that did happen, but I don't want to talk about it. They're okay. like. She's like, I don't want you to minimize the efforts that I have made when a patient was the one who actually figured out what was wrong with this boy. They keep saying that Jack died from head trauma, but no one knows how. Mm. They won't tell them, like, what happened to him. Like, he how got he... badunked in the head. He got badunked. <laughs> um, he mentions Dr. Becker, and Dr. Lawrence says he would know more about what happened to your uncle. I don't know where the, I, I don't know where he is. Let me give you his address. I <laughs> I thought they didn't know what happened. So the other doctor said we have no record of him, but this the, Dr. Lawrence is like, I this know bitch. where I know where that motherfucker is. I'll give you his he address. Okay. So instead of leaving the hospital right away, he says like, let's go down to the basement where I was kept when I had these experiments done to me, and they do. And I thought it was a male orderly. It was a patient at the hospital who noticed them and, like, follows them. And then when they go down to the basement and Jack is saying, like, all this shit happened to me here, this patient ends up going downstairs. He just follows them, basically? Mm-hmm. He, Jack opens up one of the cubbies that he was put in, and you hear him screaming he finds in the cubby. Body. No, he's not screaming. Oh, you he... hear the voiceover of, like, Jack him? screaming, yeah, when he was put into it. So the patient pops up. And he says, don't I know you from somewhere? Because I guess they recognize <gasps> each other. Is it 007? No, it's not 007. Aww. He's like, oh, yeah, uh, you knew my uncle probably. He was a patient here. And he's like, wow, it's so crazy because you look just like him. You could be his ghost. Because I am you his know, ghost. They found his body outside of this place, the institution. And he says, is In that all snow. you remember, Damon? And he's like, how the fuck do you know my name? Who, who is he? It, we, it's just someone that we like, I didn't saw. know this man. My husband pointed out to me that this was a patient. I was like, I thought this was, was the orderly. Was he like someone from the group therapy thing? Probably. Okay. So then they start like getting in each other's faces. And now Damon starts crying. 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 He's, like, He's like, I'm going to kill you. He's like, how do you know my name? And then another orderly comes downstairs. And she's like, what are you all doing down here? And like breaks it up. This and they is leave. the clothes wing. You should not be here. So they go out to a graveyard outside the institution, 
and we see Jack Stalker's name. So, like, this is his, he died somewhere on the grounds here. What the fuck? Uh, do uh, mental inst? No, what's the correct terminology? No, mental psych psychological psych, yeah, psych ward psych wards. Yeah. Um, do they have graveyards? I. Graveyards and morgues? I assume so. He was buried there because he died there. Th Listen, all that matters is... It's we like a jail the, having a we graveyard. We end the only sex scene in this movie. We're coming up all oh. And I need to set the scene for you. Uh-oh. I don't know what about finding his grave is funny, but they leave arm in arm together like they're buddies. And Dr. Lawrence is watching them from the it's window. Like, I'm not... I'm dead, but I'm not. Ha-ha. <laughs> Let's fuck. He puts his arm around her, and I'm, I'm, listen, I don't give a fuck about arms, but when he puts his arm around her, I'm like, damn, that's sexy. <laughs> damn, that's sexy. Like, wow, he The way he me. put his arm around her Touched me harder. Yeah. So they go back to her house, and she turns around, and she's like, do you want a drink? And he grabs her, and he starts making out with her. And the way he grabs her, like, he is a full-on, like, I'm going to grab the back of your head person. Mm. Oh, that's hot. He yeah, he grabs it. Take note, boys. And they and they start making out, and then it turns like into the fucking scene, which is it's cut weird. It's slow mo and fast at the same time because it's like it's two <laughs> thousands. We want to shoot a sex scene, but we don't want to show too much in a scene. Okay, she didn't get paid extra to show her nipples. Got she it. did actually earlier in oh, the film. Oh, she does. They fucking. It's not good cutscenes. It's quick. It's not like you don't see the eroticness in it. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not, not what I look enough. for in smut books. So, um, I pretended to be Adrian Brody, and I'm like, you know that kid I saved years ago? I fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up on a whole new level. She's like, please don't go, and she turns over in the bed, and he's gone, because he's time traveling. He's time oh, he just traveling. Poofs? Yes. He. I wrote poof. He's gone. <laughs> Poof, now you're gone. He's back in 1992, and he starts to He wakes up in a bed, and Dr. Lawrence is there, and he starts to explain to Dr. Lawrence that every time he's put in this incubator cubby thing, he time travels. This is in the past. Mm -hmm. So she, she asks him what happens when What's you going go on? in the basement? Yes. Okay. And he starts to be honest with her, and he's like, I keep going to 2007. And she's like, what's the future like? And he's like, it's not that different from now. <laughs> True. I live both More depressed no, spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I was conceived in 1992. Um, I did not live both times, but I can tell you it's not that much different. Doc Dr. Lawrence is like, you know, I know you don't think you belong here. I know you don't think you're crazy. But you're listening to other people who are here and believing their stories. For instance, Mackenzie, did he tell you that he was in here because he tried to kill his wife 30 times? Mm -hmm. Well, the truth of the matter is... He locked himself up in his house for two months because his wife left him for another man. He never tried to kill anybody. What? She's saying, like, you think that you don't belong here, but you can't see fact from fiction. You can't tell the difference between what people are telling you and what the truth is. You believe what other people are telling you. Okay, that's deep. But then he says to her, yeah, well, then if you think that I'm crazy and I, I'm making this up at the, the time travel, why do I know who Bobek is? And then she's like, how do you know about my patient outside of this facility? Oh. And he's like, I know oh, that you tried. Oh, it hasn't happened It hasn't yet. happened yet. Oh. But it happened in the future oh. because Jackie told him, 
I researched Dr. Lawrence and she did this groundbreaking work with a patient outside of the facility. And it's because of what he's telling her right now. Yes. Oh, shit. She starts interrogating him. How do you know about that? Who told you about that? And she's like, you know what? You're delusional, baby. You're delusional. <laughs> you crazy. You got the delusions. Like, that's why you know about this. That don't make fucking sense. Um, <laughs> Everyone in this movie offers him cigarettes. I told you that already. Because Mackenzie comes in and he's like, here, I got you a pack of smokes and throws it at him. He doesn't smoke. This man does not smoke. He says to Mackenzie, why'd you lie about me about why you're really here? Mackenzie's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I know you didn't try to kill your wife. I know you just were upset by the fact that she left she you left for another you, man. Yeah. And, and he's then like, it made him go insane. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> like, fuck this place. Fuck you. And then he leaves. Aw, double little saver. They're putting him in again into his um, straight jacket or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he shows up on Jackie's car and she's like, he shows up in Jackie's car, sorry. Just out of nowhere? Yeah. I she mean, gets, she's leaving she work. No, she's leaving work, the diner. She walks in. She walks out. She opens her car. He's and there. he's just in it. And she's like, you want this? Pointing the coffee that she has. Oh, he's I thought like, she said pussy. No, no, he's like, no, I want this. And he grabs her and they start making out. It's oh. so hot. <laughs> he's like, do you know how depraved I am? I want some of this. I so want some pussy. They start making out, and then she's like, oh, by the way, I did more research on Dr. Lawrence. Boner kill. <laughs> Fucking the car. Like, what, what, what? You don't know when he's going to Casper his ass on you. Like, oh God, this, he's going to ghost you at some point. This reminds me of my smart book that I'm reading right now. <laughs> so, she's like, I did more research on Dr. Lawrence, and she used shock therapy on Bobek to stop his seizures. Nobody knows that he has seizures at this point, the kid, or what's wrong with him, why he's not communicating anymore. But this is this is a, a research article that came out after she did this procedure, after, and that's okay. why Jackie knows about it, and she's telling Jack about it. Along with finding out this research, she's like, by the way, I got Dr. Becker's address. Let's, let's pull up. Roll up. So they drive to his house, and somebody is like, oh, you looking for Dr. Becker? Uh, he's not no, here. I'm looking for you, bitch. <laughs> oh, that's not how a gun sounds. <laughs> They pull up to Donna's it. guns go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there'd be less murders if guns sounded like? <laughs> no, no, don't do it. She gonna do it. I wanna do it. <laughs> okay. Um, it's the most disgusting sound in the world. <laughs> Moist. <laughs> they pull up to a church and they find what? Dr. Becker. He a priest now? No, he's just going to church. They go up to Chrissy Chris. They come face to face to Dr. Becker, and he's like, can I help you? Yeah. Wait, is Do he, I know you? Is he just praying in the church? Why is he at the he church? He comes out of the church. He was at church. He went to Mass. He's like, are you Jack's son? And he's like, no, I'm not Jack's son. I am, I am Jack. Jack. Yeah. I'm Jack. Bitch. He's like, oh, I don't know what happened to Jack. He's like, that can't be. You're dead. And he's like, well, how did I die? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe the treatment made you kill yourself. He's like, what? I, I, no, it's I, not possible. I suffocated on snow. <laughs> he's like, the last time I saw Jack Stalker, Stalk, Stalk, Stark, 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 Strike. Tony Stark. I don't know. Game of Thrones? I don't know. <laughs> he's <Marvel>. like, <laughs> the last time I saw Jack, he came out naming all the patients I killed. What? Like Chad Casey. 
He said, if I knew those names, it's because you told them to me. I'm in an hot don't know. I don't know what, what? I wrote. I didn't write English. What did you actually, what does it I say? I wrote, if I knew those names, it's because you told um, them and I am in hat <laughs> draw right now. <laughs> I don't know. That just reminds me of the, what? What? So, I don't know. He says, if I knew those names, it's because you told them to me before you put me in that cubby. Hold up, he put the doctor in the cubby? No, no, the doctor oh. <laughs> told him, he named all of the people that he tried this experiment on, mm-hmm. and it failed, and Ted Casey was one of them, and Jack says, if I knew of those people's names, it's because you said them to me before you put me in that thing. Oh. Yeah. Do we ever get an explanation for why he's actually doing this, these experiments? No. Okay, cool. They're they're getting so close to each other they could kiss. Like they should. you get you get um a close up of Kara Knightley's teeth and what? then you get a close up of Chris Christopherson's eyes and then he has a flashback and he almost faints. And Chris Christopherson's like, I can't help you get the fuck away from me. He gets in the car with Kira Knightley. Mm-hmm. And then uh he's like in pain and she's like, just hold on and he disappears again. And he wakes up in his cubby hole. Dr. Becker pulls him That's out and starts naming the patients that oh, he did this to before that God. he killed. But why? Cause, okay, because the thing is, is that Dr. Lawrence mentioned the fact that these patients that Chris Christopherson worked on in the past and failed, they ended up dying. She mentioned that to Jack in mm-hmm. the future. So then he knew about it to mention it to Chris Christopherson when they... They came but up to why him in the did church. He pull him out and start naming names. Because he was trying to prove to him, like, I'm not crazy. I'm just going into the past, in the future. Like, every time you put me in here, I'm time jumping. And that's why I know about these things. I'm not crazy. I just have this ability. Oh, wait. So Jack starts telling names. I thought you said the doctor. No. Okay. Jack does. He just starts blatantly he ignores him. names. He flips him ass up because that's the way he likes to fuck. And he starts taking <laughs> the, like, restraints off him or whatever. Then he's in a hospital bed and he wakes up and Dr. Lawrence is there and he tells her, hey, your patient Bobek, he's having seizures. So if you give him sh- electroshock therapy, it'll cure whatever is going on and he'll be able to talk again. It'll reset him. Yeah. And she's like, how do you know this? Like, I'm not going to try this. It's dangerous. And he's like, trust me, I know. Manufacture reset. He's not slow. He just needs treatment. As we he, tell He them. needs just to zap zap. Because they're in a fucking time loop, by the way, where everything he learns about from the future, he goes into the past and tells him this. Okay. I'm tired of doing time jumping movies. I was oh, like, well, we're not done. Oh, God. <laughs> so that night she decides to take a risk and she's like, yo, to her friend who's Zoop-a-doop the mother. Doop doop she's like, to, to the mother of this kid, she's like, let's light his ass up. <laughs> so <laughs> let's make him stick a fork in an outlet. She gives him electroshock therapy, and he, like, you know, convulses or whatever. But then when they're done, he can talk again. How could you not know that someone's having seizures? I don't know. But it, are there such thing as, like, night seizures? No. No? It's it can just happen like... at any time of day. You can't. It but doesn't the, mean but that I'm you would have that... convulsions. It doesn't mean that you would have shakes or convulsions. So or... then you would just be there, and you would just look like you're aloof. Spacing out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the doctor now comes back to Jack because she did the the electroshock therapy and it worked. And she's like, 
all right, what do you want me to do to help you? And he's like, I wrote this manifesto. <laughs> and she's like, what do you need me to do? And he's like, I need you to take me somewhere. And she's the like, Unabomber. Well, I'm Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> he's like, listen, I'm going to die tonight. So just drive me to Jackie and Jean's house because that's where I need to go. How long has it been since he helped them? A year. Because okay. this is back since when he killed killed that yeah, cop. Allegedly. So little Jackie answers the door and she lets him in and she's like, Oh, I remember you and he's like, How's your mom? And she's like, Meh. She's okay. She's still drunk. She D U N all the time. Jean comes because Jack he's like, Jackie, yeah, your mom. She doesn't remember him. She's like, Hey, to her kid, go out and play in the snow. Because we have to talk. Me Build and this a adult. midnight snowman. He says. Our movie idea. <laughs> he says, I'm giving you this letter I wrote. And she's like, okay. I'll read it, I guess. To He's like, mom? yeah. Yeah. He's like, please read this. It's important. She's like, that's it? He's like, yeah, that's it. She's like, great. <laughs> okay. Fuck so, off. So, and then he turns to her before he leaves and he's like, Petal. She likes that name. And then the mom is like, what? How the fuck do you know that? What the fuck? So, so she names a rock? <laughs> she carved the... Oh, I didn't tell you! Oh, God. So oh, he, okay, he, wait. Oh, my God. When he uh, mentioned... Oh, I need a piece so bad. When he mentioned to Jackie, oh, I saw the rock that your mom... that The rock in your freezer it had the word pedal on it, and she was like, you're snooping? She's like, yeah, that's the nickname my mom gave me. She thought it was a fitting name. So she carved her, carved her nickname into the rock and put... Oh, I don't know why it's what? in the fucking freezer, but... Okay. He's like, yeah, that's a good name for her. You should keep calling her that. She likes it. He leaves. He says, Jackie, you be good. They don't have sex in this dimension. Um, <laughs> well, I would hope so. <laughs> so now that he's done what he needs to do, this is so much like the butterfly effect, and that movie sucked too. They drive back, and he's having his like convulsions. He's passing out. He's like but the he's only not way. No. He's like, the only way to save me is I need to go back in the jacket. And Dr. Lawrence is like, okay, okay. So he gets out of the car. He slips on ice. He falls. Uh -oh, and he cracks his head on the pavement. <gasps> in the future. No, in the past. Because oh, remember, he dies in the past. Oh, no. He's not dead, though. And they put him back in the jacket in his little cubby. And this is when you hear his voiceover, and he's like, I live in the same world as everyone else. I just saw more of it. And this is the beginning of the letter he left to Jean, Jean the mom of the Jackie. Mom, yeah. He tells her how she's going to die, that she leaves a cigarette in her hand and burns to death. And Jackie, in this moment, is putting on her dog tags as the mom is reading this, and she has a cigarette in her hand, and she like puts it down because she's like, I'm not going to do this uh -oh, anymore. She changes the future. He's on the gurney, and he's bleeding out of his head. And then after Jean reads the letter, she, like, goes over to Jackie and consoles her for the first time and, like, kisses her. And we see Jack now in a new scene outside the same, like, gas station that he was when he first met Jackie. Yeah, the first time. She comes out, and now she's driving a bug instead of a station wagon because she's not an alcoholic. Um, <gasps> wow. And she's like, do you need a ride somewhere? Because you're bleeding. I would. Uh, that's how I would want to meet my husband. <laughs> And he's like, yeah. She's Do like, well, hospital? I work at the hospital. You want me to take She's you there? She's a nurse? Yeah, because, you know, when you're a dirty drunk, you're a waitress. But when you got your shit together, you're a nurse. <laughs> well. She's got braids. Um, so. 
So she's like, yeah, I can give you a ride. He's like, yeah, I would love that. They're on their way to work. She answers the phone because her phone's ringing, and it's her mom. She's like, I can't talk right now. I'm on my way to work. And then light shines through the car like Jesus is approaching it. <laughs> and then it turns to black, wheel. and all you hear Jackie say is, how much time do we have? And then the movie ends. And the end, and I don't have an explanation for this movie. I couldn't explain it. <laughs> I don't get the ending. Me neither. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And you see, this is my problem with time travel. Loops are bullshit. And if we learned anything from Back to the Future, the first real important movie about time travel, if you, cha <laughs> if you change something in the past, it affects the future. Now, my husband got into a very horrible fight with me about how scientists... Yeah, oh yeah. He was like, listen, you don't understand. I don't want to talk about this. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Whatever. Continue. I I give. I didn't even rate this movie oh. on Letterbox. Yeah, I mean it. I I get. Well, I mean this this goes into the next movie we're about to record. Oh no, Stephanie, don't do it, Stephanie. Uh, but it had. I mean, it it's confusing in the way of like, yeah, it's what confusion. what part do you figure out that what you're doing in the past actually changes the future? Exactly. And how does uh, a shitty SUV become a beetle? All right, well, that's the jacket. <laughs> What's the rating? I would give it a two. My husband gave it a two and a half out of five stars. I give it a two. What, I'm a harsher what, what, raider. What's, yeah, what's the difference between the half? I think that there wasn't enough explanation in some parts, whereas he took it as, like, you know what, whatever this movie's given me. Face value me, type of Face shit. value, there you go. Mm. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> So I'm gonna leave I, it at I'm, that. I'm, I am very hot. Yeah, it's, I told you to take your fucking shirt off. Well, that was the jacket. Um, thank you for sticking around, Stephanie. Yes. Did it make sense up until the end? Okay. Would you watch this movie after hearing my explanation? Yeah. I failed. Um, I, well, okay. I failed. <laughs> I failed. That's fine. No, I mean I, it, it hasn't been the first time, it, and it certainly won't be the last. It doesn't sound as shit as other movies that I feel like we've explained. I'll, I'll give other. it that. I'll give it that. Yeah. All right. Well, plus that's... I feel like I, I I like Adrian Brody. I think he's a decent. He actor. is fucking hot in this. Watch it because he's fine <laughs> in this movie. He not Holocaust anorexic, but he you know still thin. He Iraqi war thin, but like you know he fine in this movie. So he, he uh he he he's good. He looks really good in uh what's Predator. What's oh. that? Oh. Oh, the yeah. one with Topher Grace when yeah. I watch it, both of them and I'm like, yeah, but Topher Grace is a cunt in that movie. Oh, uh, he's a twat cares? in that movie. How dare you? <laughs> Topher Grace is a treasure, okay? All right. Well, thank you. Goodbye. Bye.